To be present, we must be intentional. And to bear fruit, we must feed the soul. You're listening to Positive and Ponder. Hello, Ponders. Welcome back to another episode of Pause, Sip, and Ponder. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is a candid and at the same time last minute episode. I have been trying my best to post um, and upload on a weekly basis, not making promises, but trying my best. And we'll talk more about that in this episode. Um, I don't know what exactly I'm going to title it as, but these are just a bunch of themes that have been really relevant in my life. And you guys know, for those who have been loyal listeners, everything usually that I talk about, even with guest speakers on my podcast, is very relevant and is in parallel to what's happening in my life. And I think genuine and vulnerable content anyways should be that way and in that way you guys can also join me in my personal journey i have been very open on this podcast but there are some things that i just haven't talked much more about in detail um and i guess this is also a reflection um and also kind of a follow-up on my birthday Um, a couple weeks ago and I've been needing time not just for the podcast sake but also for myself to really talk and really look back upon what's been happening these past couple of weeks and the big themes that have been popping up in my life. I didn't even make bullet points or notes on what I'm going to talk about but I guess this is my little therapy session with you guys and you guys can let me know if you relate or have any feedback but I guess I'll start with just one big thought that has been happening or that has been um, in my thoughts these past couple weeks and that is honoring the process and being patient with the process, valuing the process. And I know, very cliche, I probably said it a bunch of times on my podcast, but you know, it's one of those things in your life that you take for granted or you don't think much upon until you really truly experience it and and, until it becomes really personal to you. And this has been it. I've been trying to read more. I'm not much of a reader. I do prefer audiobooks and um, I really was caught by this book called The Worry Cure. I'm not finished with it but I'm pretty proud of myself for finishing most of it Um, but immediately on the first page it was just so captivating because I It was as if it was exposing me right there and it really revealed a lot about me, about my past. Um, Basically, it just talks about what generates worry, what makes a worried person, what triggers worry, um, how we can prevent worrying thoughts and um, how we can manage them. And I really learned about where my worry or worry tendencies come from my anxious tendencies come from and they do really start from when you're a kid and I knew that I was a worrier but I would never vocally say it but I guess I was just anxious in that time so I checked out the book from the library and 
um even in the first few pages it was like yeah if you you probably got this book because you are a worrier and you want to know why you are a worrier because things that are uncertain is not good for you and you don't feel good about it so you'd rather be diagnosed with something than (laughs) than have the uncertainty of having something or not and I maybe deep in my head I was trying to self-diagnose myself which is not is not something that I promote it is not (laughs) but that just goes to show what will happen if you just bottle up these emotions these things inside of you without really educating yourself so that's what I did (laughs) and it really taught me that I do fear the uncertainty I do fear the future at times and it's only in particular parts of my life and I've shared this before but like I'm not saying that I have OCD, but I can definitely have some OCD tendencies. Um, And just when things are out of order, um, I just get very anxious and I will clean my room repeatedly, walk around the house to see what I can change, what I can improve or what I can, you know, fix because I can't control any other thing in my life. And I know it's like, I don't want anyone to pity me. That's like, why I don't talk much about it but I I'm sure that there's someone out there who experiences the same thing and so that was really eye-opening to me and to think and the crazy and ironic thing is as a worrier I knew I was a worrier yet I needed some validation that I was and that was enough to show me that I needed to chill out I needed to dig deeper and to find healthy ways to help this worry and these worry worrying tendencies because there is productive worry and there is unproductive worry and I'll probably talk about that more in a different episode but how does this relate to my life well these past couple of months especially during quarantine I've been gracious enough to be able to be part-time and not live a crazy hectic life that I did earlier in the year my life changed drastically just in a matter of two weeks um, over the summer I was not used to it I was not used to having so much more free time and flexibility in my life due to my schedule change my work change and and so much other things but it definitely gave me the chance to think and and to really challenge the question of what am I doing (laughs) what am I trying to do in this world what am I currently doing that is not serving me or giving me any value what am I not doing that is limiting me from reaching my full potential and as someone who does not like uncertainty these are questions that will worry the heck out of you especially if you don't have the tools especially if you don't know the answers right away and I've been learning to take my time and to be okay with restarting with changing and this is not the first time I've had to restart which is the crazy thing yet I'm I mean I've gotten better but I guess every time I would find myself restarting I would associate it with failure which shouldn't be the case and isn't the case as we grow up you know what I can really say is that I definitely have changed But I wouldn't say that I changed completely because I'm so grateful that I still have held the same values 
and um, have held the same passions that I do. I've just evolved and I had to adapt and now I also have to learn how to relearn and to reparent myself and find ways to unlearn things. So I don't believe we completely change. I mean, people have different stories, but I think I've just been evolving. If I just if if I just look at the grand scheme of things, I am evolving and every day I can make small decisions to help me grow more. And that's always the tricky thing when it comes to adulting. We are always exposed to other people around us. Um, It's so easy for us to compare ourselves and that's something that I tend to do. And so it's a hard balance of not comparing yourself um, so that it won't affect you, but also not comparing yourself in a good way I guess to help elevate you if that makes sense like for example if I desire to be more consistent with my art I can go the common route you know just the fast you know do all the trendy things on social media join tiktok um, do all these hashtags and live the (laughs) 24-hour influencer lifestyle or I can be genuine and post when I really think I should um, but also agree to the fact that that might not give me fast I guess gratification or fast success and I do desire to be successful but it really took a while for me to finally really evaluating what the definition of success means to me and my ideas on it have gotten better but it's so easy to hold on to it and to show it in my own way um, and not get affected by the things around me the people around me that might convince me otherwise um just to be vulnerable with you guys i am in the season of discovery rediscovery i've done a lot i've accomplished a lot but I feel like I can definitely do more and honestly I'm having a hard time figuring how exactly I will put myself out there um, in a way that is beneficial not just for you guys but for me as well something that will give me value and I'm not saying that I haven't been doing that but I just feel like I've been holding myself back I'm just trying to find the best way I can do it while doing the best I can. And so, yeah, I'm in the season of restarting and having to trust the process. And it's crazy because I've gone through this, you know, getting inspired, having to restart again. And I'm, I guess I'm just fearful that I will fail again. Um, what I can say is, even though I've had some inconsistencies throughout these past, past three years, I have grown and I have learned from it and so what I'm trying to say is it's gonna take a long time. Um, I am so excited and nervous to announce that um, I finally got an iPad and I finally got a new camera, uh, my first camera really. And to me that's a big deal because I've been doing this for almost three years and I haven't really done much in terms of improving and upgrading my setup um, in ways that will help me use my talent even more. 
I think one of the reasons of that being prolonged is just the lack of confidence I had in myself. Um, And at the same time, I would watch everyone do it so easily and get a bunch of views and a bunch of likes on it. And and in my head, I'm like, I could do that myself. Um, But I just... I don't know it's just a lack of confidence I had in myself and also finance and again trusting the process um I'm not much of a big spender when it comes to like gadgets and stuff just because I don't want to regret it and I feel like that's only some that's only a thought I can generate myself that will limit me from actually doing it like I'm just already making the thought that I'm already going to fail, which is not a good thing. (laughs) And I shouldn't do that. And I have so much talent and so much gift that I can offer to the world. Um, But, you know, just like a gift, you can't use it for its full function until you actually take in the action to use it. Otherwise, it's just junk. Trusting the process has been so real to me because it's a huge challenge. Once again, because I think a true artist isn't really defined by just the craft itself, but what happens behind, you know, the canvas, what happens behind Instagram, what happens behind um, what people see first glance. It's the challenges and obstacles that you overcome. Um, it's the it's the days where you might self-doubt yourself, but always find yourself climbing back up and surprising yourself and taking in information taking time and energy into something that people might not see or might not get money out of it's those moments that that basically you can't see on social media and I want to keep that you know that's something that I don't want to take for granted to be able to use my arts use my skills I am really learning how to get into art and I'm not just talking about my podcast I'm talking about fine arts writing so many other things that I really want to do that I'm trying to figure out right now how I can utilize at the same time um you know I don't want to be defined by one thing another thing I wanted to discuss is um not being defined and put into a box and I've heard this before from artists from musicians and you know it I never really applied it to myself um until I saw it happen and I I experienced it and now that I have this space where I'm I took a break from school and all I had left was really the gifts and talents that I had um and it's sad to say that I haven't been using them to their full potential um So once I set aside the temporary things of life, like money and school and jobs, and all of these things are beneficial, don't get me wrong, but what my inner child (laughs) used to only focus on, which was being creative and imaginative and dreaming, like these are things that I've put aside that when all of the, you know, adult things were, you know, put on pause, I only grew it so much and I was sad about that for a little while but also I was really inspired to um, re-energize that to regrow that 
and to feed that soul, um, feed that artistic soul that's still within me. Um, I just didn't take much action, didn't allow myself to fully experience it and to fully grasp onto it because I've had so much self-doubt about myself. Now, with that being said, right now, I am in a mix of what I could do, but also what I need to do and what I have to do. And it's a lot. And I literally have to write it down to kind of visualize and manifest and put it into action. And the only way I can really do it is to do the best I can while also trusting and honoring the process because every little event, every little tweak, every little bump in the road is very necessary and I'm nervous but excited. The only thing that I should really rely on is myself and God and not on any external things. I really want to get back into art in a whole different way for myself um, without having the need to post it. I want to see what I love most get into the world and inspire others. I, I mean, I'm sure a lot of you guys will tell me, you've been doing that. I get that all the time. Like, I, I'm so grateful, don't get me wrong. I'm so grateful um, for the lives that I've impacted and I'm so grateful and so honored by that. But like all of us here, we all desire to be better but it just depends what you define as better. Better can mean different for so many people, and I think for all of us, we need to challenge ourselves as to what is better. Better does not always have to be richer, does not always have to be popular. Better can just start with you and the expectations you have for yourself. So just know that whatever trials you're experiencing right now, it is there to evolve you, to grow you, and to better you. So yeah, just like you, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm trusting that everything will work in my favor. Everything works for our good. Um, that's including the trials and the problems in life. And going back to that book, as someone who can worry, one of the greatest challenges I'm working on is to only think about the things that I can change and to not think about the things that I can't change, to not always have the need to control things, to, and to not always have the impulse to have the answers. Everything will fall into place eventually. It may take some time. Heck, for me, it took almost three years for me to actually take a leap of faith and to jump the ship and just getting <laughs> some new gadgets and um, just making the little decisions that will add better things and add more value into my life. So yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's most of the thoughts that I had throughout this week that I've been wanting to just burst out and Oh, one thing, I can't forget this, and this is something that I've been telling most of the friends I've been meeting up with and have been seeing more lately, as they tell me their life stories and what's been going on and as we catch up, 
I always find myself telling them this and it's own your story. Again, going back to the comparison thing, you know, when you talk to your friends or see people online, don't compare yourself, especially your, especially the circumstances that you're in. I mean, of course, we all go through it. I've done it. I always think, oh, my life would have been better if this, if I've lived here, if I had this, so and so, but know that you are where you're supposed to be in this very moment. Does not mean that you're going to be there forever, that you should agree and to accept everything that's going on on around you. There's always room for change, but know that your story is unique to you and it would be such a boring world if we all had the same testimony, if we all had the same life circumstances. And that will set you apart from everyone else because once that issue, once that problem is over, you will be the one giving that advice to someone else who experiences it later down the road. That is your initial, that is your print on the world. And you wouldn't be the person you are today if you hadn't gone through it. So yeah, wow. I'm actually pretty impressed, (laughs) pretty surprised of what came out of me today. I mean, usually I have a bunch of notes to help me remember things, but that's how you know that it's truly, truly coming from my heart and it's happening in this very moment. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Let me know if you enjoy more of these candid moments. Um, Hopefully I get more of them. (laughs) Hopefully I get more inspired by the issues in my life. Um, But yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I can't wait to share with you what I generate, what I think of, the ideas that I come up with, um, and you guys truly inspire me. Thank you so much for being so patient, for being so loyal. Um, I have a lot in my head. (laughs) I can't say that I have a lot in store yet just because it's still in the works. Um, I'm still figuring it out as we all are. But in the meantime, um, if you enjoy content like this, if you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to subscribe to Pause, Sip, and Ponder. It does a great, great, great help for me and also give it a review and let me know um, your feedback on this podcast and how it's impacted you. Um, You can also follow me on Instagram at pauline.ponders. Um, I deactivated the pause, sip, ponder Instagram for a bit because I was just horrible at <laughs> uploading anything on there, but I've gotten more of a clear idea of what I'm going to do with it in the future. Um, so stay tuned for that. And yeah, I love you guys so much. Um, I'll see you in the next episode. Don't forget to always love, to always be curious, and to always ponder. <laughs>